0: Well, welcome and thank you for joining me in this episode. I'm going to talk a little bit about creating productive routines. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode, which you can find online at theproductivewoman.com slash 362. Okay, so as I often do, I want to start with talking about what is a routine. Uh, and I always like to go to the dictionary first, the uh, the dictionary that I consulted defines a routine as a sequence of actions regularly followed or a fixed program. So basically what a routine is, as I'm going to talk about it today, is a set of habits that are performed in a particular sequence, maybe at a regular time and place. We all have them. You know, they're a big topic of discussion in productivity books and podcasts and things like that. And we've talked about it, about routines on this podcast in the past. I'll try to remember to put some links to some past episodes where we've, we've talked about this, um, Most of the time, the routines that we have in our life are developed unintentionally. And, you know, examples are, what do you do when you get up in the morning? What's the first thing you do? You know, we have certain things that we do sort of habitually that will... Maybe get up and go in and brush our teeth and, you know, use the the restroom and do certain things in a certain order. Or maybe you have a, a routine you follow when you get home from work. And as I said, most of the time these get developed unintentionally and they help us We'll talk about how, but we're going to also talk a little bit about how we can maybe tweak our routines and be a little more intentional about creating routines that are productive in the sense of serving us and our needs for this stage of our lives. And there can be lots of different kinds of routines. We hear lots and lots of conversations about morning routines, evening routines. There can also be daily or weekly or monthly routines health-related routines, like fitness routines, social or work-related routines. So any set of habits that you've developed that kind of go together in a sequence, those are routines. And think about, you know, maybe you can start thinking about some of the routines that you have going on in your life. So how do they help us? And how do we improve our productivity by having routines in place? The easy answer is they promote efficiency because anything we do repeatedly, we can do better and more quickly. Usually one of my kids took piano lessons for a few years from a piano teacher who had a sign in her, in her studio with a quote on it that has stuck with me all these years that basically said practice, you know, we've all heard practice makes perfect, but her sign said practice doesn't make perfect perfect practice makes permanent. And so if you practice poorly, the the bad practice turns into something permanent. So you want to practice things that are going to serve you, that are going to help you be more productive and make a life that matters as you define it. But routines can help us in that they help us to be more efficient. We're able to do things more quickly, usually better and, and you know, get them knocked out in a way that doesn't take as much time. They can also help minimize decision fatigue in that if we are following a sequence of events that we've chosen at some time in the past, we don't have to decide what to do next. I don't have to think in the morning about what I'm going to do when I get out of bed during the week because I do the same things every day during the week. And I'll share some of that here in a little bit as an example of the kind of routines that we follow. Decision-making takes mental brain power and decision fatigue is a real thing. The more decisions we have to make, the poorer we get at it in the course of of a day. So having routines in place helps minimize that decision fatigue and helps us get things done and use our sort of decision-making power for other things that matter more to us. And similarly, routines allow our brains kind of to go on autopilot And free up that brain power for creative thinking and problem solving. If you have something you do in your workplace or in your kitchen or whatever that you've done the same thing over and over again, and you have a routine way of doing it, your mind can go somewhere else and maybe work on problem solving or creative thinking because you don't have to think about what you're doing. And one article that I read that I thought was really good, and I'm going to link in the show notes to just a a few articles that I thought were really good and are worth reading. If this is something you're interested in, in developing routines that uh, serve you and help you to be more productive, uh, several of these articles will be really helpful. But one in particular was called the importance of maintaining structure and routine during stressful times. And that article says that research has consistently shown that routines can play an important role in mental health. One study, for example, found that routines could help people better manage stress and anxiety. Having a regular routine, the article says, can help you lower stress levels, form good daily habits, take better care of your health, feel more productive, feel more focused. So I thought that was really a a kind of succinct way of saying the benefits of having routines in place. But that's only true if they are routines that serve you well, that are, because we can develop bad habits just as easily as good ones. So we want to have useful routines that serve us for this time in our life. That same article as the, the title might indicate notes how important routines can be during the stressful times of our lives the article says, even if you don't typically thrive on a strict schedule, having a routine can be helpful in times of unpredictability, uncertainty, and stress. And I read that and I thought, uh, yeah, like, you know, 2021 (laughs) and 2020, the last year or two has been a time of, of unpredictability, uncertainty, and stress. And so having routines in place can help us navigate those times in our lives in in a way that still allows us to move forward and and be productive in all the ways that matter to us. So that being said, understanding kind of what a routine is and why they matter, how they help us, how do we go about creating productive routines, routines, and I, when I say productive routine, I mean routines that serve you at this stage of your life that help you accomplish the things that matter to you, help you make a life that matters as you define it. And there are, are a couple of components, I think, to creating productive routines, just like kind of everything else that we do in life. It's all about awareness and intentionality. And so if you are interested in creating some routines in your life that are productive, that serve you well, that help you to do the things that are important to you or make time in your life for those things, it starts with awareness, And so take a little time to notice the routines you already have in place. Some of the things that I talked about briefly already, what are some of those routines that you already have? We are creatures of habit. We just naturally create routines or series of habits. Start paying attention to what those are and you know just observe them as a as a starting point observe and evaluate them what's working in the routines that you have in place what's missing what would you like to change and i I would say it's important to spend a little bit of time thinking about why when you identify maybe something you want to change why do you want to change it what do you want to get out of that and that goes into the next piece of this which is the intentionality creating routines on purpose instead of just by default most of us have routines we follow that we do certain things the same way the way we've done it for years and my point, I guess, that what what I've been thinking about a lot and why I decided to talk about this on this week's episode is to think on purpose about the routines that we're following, see if they're serving us or what should be changed and why. And intentionality is important in every area of our life, but this is just another example of that. And so it starts with thinking about on purpose what do you want to accomplish? If you're thinking about creating or changing routines, why, what is your ultimate objective here? Do you want a life of serenity of peacefulness? Are you trying to, because that, that may lead to different kinds of routines than if what you ultimately want is to get a lot of stuff done and there's nothing wrong with that, to make more time to accomplish certain things that are really important to you, uh, to, to create a space where you can achieve those goals that you have in mind. But think about that. What is your ultimate objective as you start thinking about the routines that you have in place and how you might want to change them? So, you know, what is an area of your life that could benefit from a new or a changed routine. So for instance, do you want mornings before school and work to be more peaceful? Or do you want to set yourself up for productive work days by establishing a daily shutdown routine at the, that you go through at the end of the day so that when you come in the next day, uh, everything's ready to go and you can just start rocking and rolling and getting things done that are important to you. Those are examples of maybe areas in your life, maybe, You're wanting to focus on your health and wellness. And so you want to create some routines that are going to contribute to that. But think about it on purpose. What is an area of your life that could benefit or improve from a new or changed routine? Again, this is about intentionality and not just sort of haphazardly going about it, but really being strategic about it. It's not my my point or my purpose in talking about this and encouraging you to maybe think about it is not to consider that it's simply about adding more stuff into your day. That's not my point. It's not let's create these routines so we can get more things done unless that's what you want for it. And it's not about adding more. It's about being strategic about what you routinely do with your time and your energy and your attention. So keep that in mind that I don't I don't want to say that you should just sort of paste somebody else's routine onto your day because it'll make your life better, but really to be strategic, what are the things that I do routinely, habitually on a regular basis, which of those are serving me or where could I improve and make things a little better and be strategic about that. Keep in mind also that incremental changes are much better than attempting a massive overhaul habits are hard to change and routines are simply a series or a sequence of habits and we don't change those easily. Our brain favors the familiar because it requires less energy, less effort, And so if we are going to make changes, we should make them incrementally instead of saying, all right, I'm going to change my whole life, my whole day my whole week from top to bottom and make it all great and perfect. It's just, to me, that's just like the, the sort of, you know, the beginning of the year, we all decide we're going to start working out and we go out and wear ourselves out the first week and then never do it again because big, massive overhauls don't work very well for us. Our brains go into overload and get pretty resistant. So incremental changes are better. Start very simple and add and adjust as you go. Give yourself time for changes that you make to turn into habitual routines. Things become habitual. That is, you can do them on autopilot almost over time. It's repetition over time that creates a habit and repetition of a series of habits over time is what creates routines. And finally, remember that the routines you develop, just like the habits you develop, should be personal to you. They should serve you and your life and not necessarily try to match what somebody else is doing. So those are some thoughts that I had just on this subject of routines. And I thought Uh, that maybe it would be helpful if I shared some examples for you of routines that I follow. And I, this is something I've been thinking about a lot. And I actually sat down and kind of uh, as part of my process of trying to, um, maximize my life, I guess Mm -hmm. it, I listed the things that I do routinely at certain times of the day or the week or the routines that are in my life. And I encourage you maybe to do this as well as you start to identify, the routines you already have in place, write them down somewhere so you can look at them and think about uh, them and analyze and evaluate how they're serving you. And so I'm going to share a couple of uh, sets of routines that I follow, not because I think they're perfect or that you should do them. They are simply examples. Uh, And as I share them, I guess keep in mind that the routines that work for me or that I'm following uh, anyway reflect some realities of my life that may be different from yours. So for instance, I work from home uh, and I have since, you know, long before COVID. So I'm here all the time. My kids are grown and gone. So I'm at that stage of life where I don't have kids around the house. It's just Mike and me most of the time, unless we have guests. That changes certain routines of mine, certain things that don't have to be done as often as maybe you, if you've got, you know, several small kids at home or something like that. The routines that I have, particularly the ones that I've been more intentional about, also reflect to some extent the fact that personally I value order. I value peacefulness. And for me, order in my surroundings contributes to feeling peaceful and at ease. And so I have built in routines in my life for keeping my home in order, especially because I'm here all the time. I also, the routines that I have reflect that uh, I value downtime. That is having time where I'm not working on things, even over getting lots of stuff done. There are lots of things that I would like to do but i've got i realize about myself that i need a certain amount of downtime built into my daily and weekly routines And so I have to move a little slower on accomplishing certain things, your values, the things that are important to you on a day-to-day basis may be different. And those should be, you know, those values should be reflected in the habits you develop on purpose, the routines that you create for your life on purpose. So with all that in mind, um, here are, A couple of routines that I follow, kind of how how things shake out for me. First one is a morning routine, and this is pretty much every weekday. Uh, Weekends are a little bit different. I'll talk about that in a minute. So my morning routine starts with I'm usually up by about six thirty in the morning. Sometimes a little earlier. Uh, I get out of bed. I fold back the bedding to let the sheets air out while I go into the bathroom and I take my thyroid medication and drink a little water and then get dressed immediately in my workout clothes. I don't like to work out. And so I try to make it as easy for myself as possible. So when I, as soon as I get up in the morning, I put the clothes on that I'm going to work out in. So it makes it easy when it comes time to do that. Once I've gotten dressed, I go Usually do a few th- household things as I'm kind of waking up and trying to get myself geared up to to go work out. So I have just a a set of things I do. I go around and I open the shutters to let the sunlight in. I will empty the dishwasher if I ran it the night before. I usually this is a strange thing most days. Uh, right around this time, I vacuum our laundry room. And that's because the cat litter box is in there. And I like to get the, you know, she tracks litter around. And so um, usually in the morning, as I'm kind of waking up and puttering around, I'll vacuum. And it's easy for me to do that because I have a cordless stick vacuum cleaner hanging nearby. And then I'll make the bed. Once I've done those things, I make up a my gl- big jug of, uh, lemon water and I trudge up the stairs to the workout room where I'll get on the treadmill for about 40 minutes. Uh, and while I do that, I'm watching YouTube videos or maybe a TV series on Netflix. I've been going back and watching an old, um, series. I don't remember what network it was on, um, Boston Legal. It was a a show that was on, I don't know, a long time ago. I've been watching that when I'm on the treadmill. Once I'm done doing that, I will go back downstairs, I'll shower, and most days put on some light makeup just to sort of feel like, um, I'm putting my best face forward, particularly if I need to get on video calls that day. But even if I'm not, I usually do a little bit of makeup, um, put my contact lenses in and then I'll get dressed for the day. And then I go out, I make my tea and I head into my office. I usually try to be in my office at my desk by about 9 a.m. to start work on my legal practice. So that's my weekday morning routine. You'll notice some things missing. and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, some things that I want to change that are important to me to, to make my days a little more peaceful and, and a little better. So that's my morning routine. My workday routine, I guess, starts once I'm at my desk. And there's not a lot there. I I spend most of my day at my desk, uh, either drafting documents, taking calls, working on things for my clients. Uh, But as far as routines or workday routines, I try when I have control over it to avoid scheduling any calls or or Zoom meetings in the morning because that's when I'm most able to kind of focus on on thought-intensive work. So I try to keep that that time if I can for working on things that require, you know, brain power. Um, I don't always have control over that. So sometimes I do have calls in the morning. I usually take a lunch break around 1 p.m. and I'll go in the kitchen and eat something, maybe maybe do something around the house if I notice something that needs to be done. And then go back in, you know, my lunch break is usually between 30 minutes and an hour, depending on what, what I have going on in the house. I, and then I'm back at my desk. I try to finish my work between five and 6 p.m. Uh, I have kind of a little shutdown. Most days I enter my time. Lawyers have to keep track of their time. Uh, We have an online system for doing this. That's how our work is, is uh, billed to the client. And I try to enter my time into that system before I shut my computer down. As I said, I try to finish work and leave my office for the day, but sometime between five and 6 PM, depending on what I have going on. But when I can, I try to also pause work for a little bit at around three thirty to go back out to the kitchen and get dinner started before Mike comes home. Don't always do that. Some days I have a, a lot of work to do and I'm just working straight through. And so, you know, we'll eat leftovers or something when he gets home. But that's my workday routine. Uh, not a lot to it. That's you know, it's it's a desk job. Your job may be different, uh, and whatever your work is, and so maybe there are work routines that you need to develop um, to, to help you to be more productive at work. Uh, I also have a a sort of a weekly routine. These are for tasks that need to happen once a week or so. And there's only a few things. Uh, Some of them relate to the podcast. Some of them relate to household stuff. So for instance, part of my weekly routine is Tuesdays, Uh, you know, Tuesday evenings or late afternoon is usually when I finish the show notes and the preparation for publishing uh, the episode for that week. My episodes of the podcast are always scheduled to publish very early Wednesday morning. And so before, uh, you know, before I quit for the evening, usually Tuesdays is when I finish that up. My, my assistant, uh, Lisa does the first draft of the show notes. Then I go through and kind of um, edit, move things around, and get it the way I want it, and uh, get things set up to publish. And so, uh, because I that's got to be done no later than Tuesday uh, evening before I go to bed, I usually don't schedule calls or activities or interviews or anything Monday and Tuesday, because I try to keep those things, uh, those times available to do what I need to do to make sure I get the episode published on Wednesday morning. So that's kind of part of a, a weekly routine. Uh, the other routine thing I do during the week is on the weekends. So during the week, as I said, I'm usually up by, between six and six 30 weekends, I usually sleep in a little bit. And I usually may do our, the main housework on Saturdays. So during the week, because I'm working, you know, basically from nine to five or nine to six, uh, during the day, I don't do a lot of, you know, big housework during the week. I do most of that on Saturdays. Sometimes I do it on Sunday. If, something else is happening on Saturday if we have guests or if I you know run out and do errands with Mike, which is what happened this week. We ended up going into town to do some shopping on Saturday. So I did most of my housework on Sunday. But what I do is either Friday night before I go to bed or sometimes Saturday morning while I'm uh, kind of waking up, I sit down and I make my list of things that are going to get done over the weekend. And some of them are very routine. They're the same things I do every weekend, but I like having them written down so I can check them off. And so basically, assuming we'll assume it's Saturday, um, I get, I sleep in a little bit, When I get up, I strip our bed. Um, Mike usually gets up much earlier than I do on the weekends. And so he's already out doing whatever he's doing. I take the sheets off the bed and leave it to air out while I'm doing other things. I get the laundry started. I do all our laundry on the weekends. Most of it I can get done in one day. But this goes back to what I was saying before about the fact that there's just the two of us here most of the time. So I don't have as many loads of clothes to do. As you will if you've got, you know, several people in the household. So for me, I like to do all the laundry in one day so it's done, and I don't really have to go in the laundry room and deal with that during the week. It may work better for you, for your routine to be to do one load every day and have it washed, folded, and put away. As I said, I do it, it all on Saturday usually. Um, I wash a load, get it done, put it in the dryer put another load in. When it comes out, uh, the one comes out of the dryer, I fold and put them away right away. And while laundry is washing or drying, I'm doing other things. On the weekends, as part of this routine, I clean the bathrooms. I dust and vacuum the downstairs. I mop the floors and then I'll remake our bed uh, I, so that it's ready to go. So that's part of my weekly routine. I do my housework on the weekends, kind of the same list of things that I do uh, every week. And those are really kind of that, and then podcast processing are kind of the only things that I need to do. Usually, when I do the house things on Saturday, which is my preference, then Sundays are just kind of relaxing time and getting ready for the coming week. I usually will finish outlining an episode on, and usually will record an episode on Sunday afternoon, which is what I'm doing now. And, um, you know, get things ready for the coming week. I'll fill up my, my vitamins. I'll fill make sure You know, all the things are done around the house to get the week started, but that's kind of the routine for our weekends. What is missing for me in my routines? I mentioned earlier, particularly with my daily routine, my morning routine, I feel like I'm missing a couple of things. And this is part of what got me thinking about this topic for this episode as I was kind of considering what I get done during the week. When I'm not getting done. So I'm not as consistent as I want to be in journaling or, you know, doing morning pages. That was something I was, I did routinely for a long time and I've kind of gotten out of that habit. I'd like to plug that back in. I also in the last few months have kind of dropped off of uh, making time in the mornings for some kind of inspirational or motivational reading. I do it some days, but not as habitually as I would like to. I notice a difference in me and my mindset, even as I'm working throughout the day on the days that I do read something that's inspirational or motivational in the morning, as opposed to the days that I don't. So I really want to get that fit in. And I need to, I'm looking at the routines that I follow every morning to figure out, right, how can I make this work and still be ready to to work at uh, around 9am? Um, I'm working on adjusting my routines to fit that in more consistently. The other thing that's missing from my routines right now is time for writing. And so uh, I, that's something I am that has got me evaluating my routines and my, my days and my weeks to figure out when am I going to do this? Now, frankly, I know I could create time to write more by changing another routine that I have developed that is not very productive. And that's of watching TV in the evenings. Uh, Sometimes that's with Mike, sometimes he's doing something else and it's just me because I'm, you know, Practicing law can, is mentally strenuous and some days I get to the end of the day and I'm just kind of f- fried and I don't feel like doing anything. And so I have developed over the last few months of this routine, this habit of once I'm done with work and I've done the other things I'm doing around the house, sort of plopping down in the living room and just watching something on TV, I I think That's a routine I need to change to make more time for writing because it is important to me that I make time for that. So, you know, I don't know if that's very interesting to you. And again, I'm not kind of reciting my routines as an example of perfection or something that you should do. I'm just saying, this is how my days are going. This is how my weeks go. Um, as an example that in some aspects is working well, in other aspects is not working well, and doing that evaluation of figuring out, all right, what do I want to tweak to make better use of my time uh, for the things that I want to do and and the way I want my life to be right now? those are my thoughts on that right now. I I would love to know, what do you think? Have you given any thought to the routines that you follow on a daily or weekly basis and whether they're serving you? Is there, uh, are there things that you do, uh, a morning routine, an evening routine, you know, whatever, a fitness routine that you think is, uh, is really serving you well and might be of interest to others as an example of things to try, I would love to hear from you on this. So you can share your thoughts on this, your routines or or your thoughts of, Lord, this is crazy. Why do we even need to talk about this? Uh, You can share those in the comment section of the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 362 or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group if you're a member there. As always, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, I'd love to hear them. So you can email those questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I would look forward to hearing from you. I think that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I, I hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember... Extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.